What's good, y'all? My name is Dylan Green, and this is Real Notes, a space dedicated to blurring the cultural and artistic lines between rap and film. I'm here to chop it up with everyone from rappers and producers to journalists and video directors about their relationship to movies and how, if at all, film inspires their craft. My guest this week is North Carolina-based rapper, producer, and label head Chino G. We spoke about Kanye West, Genius, The Power of a Good Music Documentary, True Crime, Belly, The Legacy of Hype Williams, Growing Up Between Atlanta, Brooklyn, and North Carolina, What It Means to Freestyle in 2022, The Art of Battle Rap, Founding GZE The Label, and the creative process behind her projects Child and To Whoever Concerns. Come fuck with us. What's cracking? Welcome, welcome back, everybody. Um, real notes type shit. Um, I, 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 I don't know why I was thinking about counting episodes. I haven't done that in so long. It's whatever number episode this is. We're, 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 we're like a handful deep into season two. Shit's going cool. It's March. It's the birthday month. It's Pisces season. Um, everybody, everybody's out here. Fucking. We're out here. <laughs> Dylan Green, Cinema Sai. Uh, I got a lot of names. I do a lot of shit um and i'm with somebody here today who also does a lot of shit and has just been killing it for the last like however many years um um rapper producer fucking um brooklyn atlanta and north carolina representative in the place to be we got chino g in the house um yeah yo thank you so much for taking the time (laughs) i appreciate you so 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 much Oh no! Likewise, likewise. I love when uh when people be like uh, Brooklyn, Atlanta, and North Carolina. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, you gotta. Now we got. We now we got to make sure you know, like you know, all 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 love all love for the nomads and hip hop at all Absolutely. times. Absolutely. 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 Um, What's going on? I'm cooling. You know, just like. It's uh, it's like twelve thirty on a Thursday afternoon. Um, just thinking about, just thinking about what lunch is gonna be like after all this, and just like you know, ready, re- ready to talk about music and movies and just everything you got going on in your life and shit. Let's do it. Let's go. So you know, I'm gonna ask the same question I ask everybody who comes on. Um, what's the last movie or TV show that you watched that you had a strong opinion about? Ah, uh, the last. Well, obviously, I'm probably like everybody. The last thing I watched was the Kanye doc. Right. I just, <laughs> I just finished that shit up last night. Um, strong opinion is the understatement. I probably, I don't know. I've always had like a weird like pull to Kanye. Like everybody probably, but right. But but even before all the bizarre shit, like he's just always been one of my one of my go to uh, creators, and I think the doc put a lot of shit into perspective for me because I, I had a little bit of uh of a distaste in my mouth for him probably in the last two years yeah um, I, I, I feel like you're not alone on that you're definitely not <laughs> at least not over here yeah no <laughs> yeah no I um I was like fuck man but but just to see like um all of the all the context around it um the behind the scenes I think that was perfect for fans and for people who probably weren't uh the greatest the greatest fans of Kanye so that right. it was like that right yeah no nah, I get it like it's it's 
I like I was I was um, I've actually been talking about this with a bunch of people and a bunch of friends over the course of the last like three days. So like full disclosure, yeah. I ha- I haven't seen a full episode of the doc yet. I've seen clips. Oh, and- I won't ruin it. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I, I, I wasn't expecting that. But like, I've seen enough clips and things to like, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, I really, I really appreciate like behind the scenes stuff like that. And, you know, like, like, I, I like, I feel like everybody like, it's crazy to say of a certain age at this point, because like, we're all about that old now. So like people are, right. you know, like rap, rap fans of a certain age, we all have a very complicated relationship with Kanye West. But very. like, <laughs> I just, <laughs> you know, like, but like, it's just uh. I'm going to get to it when I get to it because I do want to sit down and I do want to watch it. And I've seen a lot of people have a lot of different reactions between like, it's been, it's, it's been like people who just appreciate it for the behind the scenes aspect. There are some people who mm-hmm. feel like it doesn't like go in hard enough on him and the decisions he's made. But like, but like, I feel mm-hmm. like, I feel like the, th- I feel like the third part kind of gets into a lot more of that. Cause like the first two is more like the early stuff, like particularly like the, like the college yeah. dropout and late registration stuff. But like, I just, yeah. uh, you know, like I remember, like I remember when I first got College Dropout on CD, and like mm-hmm. listening to it, and like and like seeing the All Falls Down video, and like just all that stuff. And he's like, Kanye is just like, what? Like he, like his influence is so hard to deny. That yeah, absolutely. Like he's like he's just like a part of the DNA of so many artists and so many people Absolutely. that we all love Absolutely. and like and, and you're like we can never we can never take that away from people. But I've also just kind of like I was talking to my man Alphonse about this yesterday, um, because hey. he just because he just reviewed um the he he reviewed Donda two for Pitchfork. Shout out to Alphonse um and Pitchfork. I was and, about to um, say shout out to him. <laughs> so like you know like <laughs> like like I, I could tell around around the time I stopped caring about like the, the spectacle of Kanye was right after Pablo. Like right after that yeah, was when I was like, yeah. all right, I'm I'm straight. I don't really need this yeah. no more. But like I I I, I <laughs> can agree with that. And like you what you said, I won't like I said, I won't spoil it, but fucking you it's definitely um a difference in the two parts versus the last part that I watched last night because I kinda went yeah. to bed feeling like um this perspective is very much from a friend's perspective. So, you know, I didn't anticipate right. him getting, cause there was like certain shots. As soon as Kanye started to go on those Kanye tangents, you know, he would cut the camera off and, and, and that would be obvious. Mm. So I, you know, you can't anticipate, I didn't anticipate his, his friend whom he approved in the documentary. You know what I mean? You just, you can't expect too much of a Kanye bashing. Right. But what I yeah. will say is, you can. I love the fact that, you know, they included his mother, her influence, and then you can see the transformation. You can see the difference right after she passed. I think it was like a no-brainer to put the two and two together. Like, okay, this man lost. You know what I mean? Once you once you lose an influence like that, let alone your mother, it's kind of like, okay. Yeah, facts. And, and, and you're like, on top of that, it's been like really difficult to like parse everything he's been doing with the fact that exactly. he's also like, like he's also bipolar. And like, that's like, that, exactly. that makes it even more complicated. It's just like, I, I exactly. just, I have, I have a lot of feelings about Kanye that I can't really like, I can't, I can't possibly begin to like, that's like a whole other hour and a half conversation. But, um, you right, know, like, but, but not like, like the footage that Cootie was able to get of Kanye and like their relationship 
and just or or or, or um, excuse me cootie and like everybody else who was i forget the name of the original person who was there from like the early times it might be cootie uh, but cheeky. you know cheeky, cheeky. there cheeky we go and yeah, yeah cool cool yeah so like so like they were you know like i yeah. really <laughs> i really i really <laughs> appreciate i always i always appreciate a good like behind the scenes especially on somebody yeah. like kanye he was kind of like not 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 like private but you know like like there were just things about there were things about that those early days that were really like controlled like as mm-hmm. like as much as like as much as as much as we knew about Kanye as this like guy who always believed in himself and like pushed his ideas no matter what there mm-hmm. is still so much about like even taking a song like last call you know like last call is supposed to yeah. be like the like the document that like explains everything but like even from the clips I saw, like there's so much that he left out, <laughs> you know, like the story mm-hmm. is just like, there's like, there's like hella chapters. So I'm interested Absolutely. to kind of see where it goes, but like, you I'm taking both. my time. You and me both. I'm, I'm, I'm taking my time, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Wait, wait, wait for all the hype to die down. I, that's usually how I operate, but this is just, like I said, my pull is a little bit stronger with the, with the yay story. So I feel you. Yeah. Nah, like it, it's, it's like, like I can't judge anybody for being curious. Like you know, like how yeah, can you right. not be? Like, <laughs> you know, exactly. Right. Yeah, but like, so um, so that's a really you know, like that's a that's like the thing that everyone's been talking about right now. But at the but like at the same time, like that's mm-hmm. th- like that specific that specific kind of film is just always really, really interesting to me. I'm always like, I just love a good documentary. I love just like a good- I was about good, to say, yeah, man. Yeah, like, like, do you have any other like specific favorite documentaries that you can think of? Like, they don't even have to be like music documentaries. Like what about, like what about those kind of like attracts you to them? Um, I always, I always take the time to watch a, a musician's documentary just because for the fact of I'm kind of a private person. So I'm just always interested to see like, oh, these people trust these people around their ideas all day long, whatever, whatever. So prior to Kanye's, I actually watched Kid Cudi's and mm. grew a whole nother like respect for him. Like I probably can I can say that I probably slept on Kid Cudi's um, influence a little bit. Um, mm. Even even just on me, you know, he was the artist of vulnerability, and I, I would consider myself to be like that. So, um, right. I really liked how they put his together. Um, prior to all the bullshit with Travis Scott, his documentary was actually one of my favorites. Um, I still haven't peeped that yet either. It is it dope. It's just I just really like to see the climb. You know right. what I mean, and 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 the grind that goes into it. So. Most of my documentaries that I've watched lately and really favorite have been from artists. Um, outside of that, I like like you know like crime shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know I I I've been wanting to, to to get to the to the to the darker side sometimes. So. Uh, <laughs> what was what was um uh, what was the last one of those you caught? I want to say it was about that. Um, it was a documentary on that. American killer, um, what was his name? White guy that killed his uh, wife and three kids. Oh, the one like, uh, I'm like, like the real recent one, right? Yeah. Ish. 
Yeah. I um um I don't I don't I can't remember his name, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I feel like his name I, is Chris, but then I think every white guy's name is Chris, so I don't know. But I feel like it's Chris. I feel it. I feel I, it. I do, but, but um, it was good. Yeah, I um, it, like if I'm remembering the one you're talking about, I think I caught a bit of that, or or, or like it might have been different because uh. Um, they did like an ABC TV special about it, and um, I, was I was gonna watching say it. he's got like, yeah, he's got like three stories. The most recent one I watched, um, because I saw the original on Netflix. The mm-hmm. most recent one I watched was I think on one of those um other streaming networks, and it's more so from his perspective, and it's just insane to see him talk about it, like post everything. So the Netflix one was kind of like in the beginning, and you know as the story was developing, but. To see him post his family and everybody dying was like, it's like, that's a fact, bro. Yeah. You're talking about, yeah, you're talking about um American Murder, the Family Next Door, right? The one on Netflix? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just looking up the guy's name because I don't remember it off top. It was, uh, let me pause the trailer. Um, Chris Watts. Yeah, you were right. His name is okay. Chris Watts. Boom. Okay, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, no, nah, you got crazy. it. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, 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 so I didn't see the Netflix one, but there's uh they did like an ABC, um, or, or or they did um I think it was like extra. It, it, it was it was some TV thing that my dad and my sister were watching, mm. and I and, and like I popped in and caught the details, and I was just like, this is a fucking crazy ass story. Like, it's so <laughs> insane. yeah, it's so nah. insane. Netflix did a good job with that one. I would check that one out when you feel like it. All right. Yeah. No, no, no. No, I'm definitely going to tap in. I, I, uh, um, I kind of, I kind of check that stuff a little sparingly. Like my partner mm-hmm. is pretty, my partner is pretty big into that. Um, and yeah, I, same. And, <laughs> and, you know, like I same. like it, it's not, it's not like I don't like it. I, it's just like, not my, uh, I don't always go looking for it sometimes, right. but like, but like every once in a while, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for that. Like, you know, like, it's like, I'll jump from, a the like the last music documentary like the most recent one that i saw was the dmx one um that they did on hbo max um i just Man. watched it because you know like that Ooh. that shit I, that, that, you, I did not finish that that shit was getting me emotional <laughs> yeah yeah it was rough that, that was that was rough bro like the one like 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 what did it for me was watching him and his son reconcile outside the diner Man. at the very end like i i was I was really, I was really about to cry. <laughs> it was a I lot. Can, I can't, I did not finish that shit. It's just, he, he's one of those artists for me, man. I just, it would be like no different than a fucking, um, fucking if Ye had passed. And, you know, this was Ye's passing documentary. Like, I don't know that I would finish right. it. To, yeah. To, to, I, to the end. Yeah, no, nah, I, I had to, I had to thug it out and push it through. It was, it was a lot, but like, <laughs> but, but like, but, but, but like, I would go, but like, I'll go from, st- I'll go from stuff like that to like, there was, um, I started watching this John Wayne Gacy, uh, um, little mini series they had on, uh, uh, Peacock. I didn't finish it, but, um, th- mm-hmm. but like, but, but like they had like a bunch of, they had a bunch of like archival interviews that he did with like a police officer that hadn't been released to the public before. And, I was like, oh, wow. I was like real intrigued. Like he's, he's like, like obviously bro is a sicko. Um, but yeah. I was like a little intrigued by just like seeing, cause I, cause I had never seen or heard him talk before. That was really like the big draw, like for me to just kind of hear his voice and then be like, all right, that's what he sounds like. Mm. And then just kind of distance myself. But yeah. you know, like it's, it's, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So like, so you know, like let's run it back even further for you, like with the movies and shit. Like, what was like, like, like what's the first movie experience you can remember having? Like, it could be at the movie theater. It could be at your cousin's house. It could be like any, like any sort of random memory that just comes back to you about seeing a movie mm. for the first time. Um. Ah, man. Um. Interestingly enough, like my um nana is uh she put me on all of the i guess you could say more like urban type of films that stuck with me through my adulthood so like i want to say i saw belly for the first time uh, at my nana's crib um and that really got me into just that like i said those 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 black classics those urban classics um i remember that she was also really into like um I would say biblical cartoon movies. Um which I could not find any of those now to save my life. But there's a movie called The Devil's Music. It was like an animated oh man, it's like an old school animation. Um and most deaf was uh voiced the main character. Oh. It was a couple it was dope as fuck, bro. Um and it was basically like the story of the music business, like you know, you, the 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 whole you sell your soul for the riches, and but then the devil comes back to get what you know what you owe from the beginning, and it kind of showed that that was one of the first films she actually showed us as kids because we were in Brooklyn still, yeah. in her apartment. I want to say I was uh, elementary school, um, or, or early elementary school, and um. That just kind of drew me into, like I said, I have a thing for seeing those types of stories from our perspective. That was obviously a black um, director. The artist was, um, it was like the story of like the, the famous um, jazz player, the, the guy played the, the sax. Yeah. Um, and you know he wanted the riches, so he he made the 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 deal with the devil. You know that forsaken deal, and he he got all the riches, and he got all the women, and he. But then surely, you know, the the demise follows, and can't find that shit to save my life. Like I said, I've been looking for that movie probably a few years now because it was that it was just that dope, and then and then it's it's like it's that um like relative to to current right now. I don't know. I hear right. more talk about it now. And the whole selling your soul. See, I hear more about that now than I did today. So I guess my nana was ahead of her time with it. Hey. But, um, yeah, man, in a lot of ways. It's like that sometimes. In a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I won't hold you. I've never heard of this before. Like, I found it. Like, so there, So, like, there's DVDs available on Amazon. It says there's two left what? in stock. I'm looking at it right now. I'm going to send you the link when we're done here. But, like, I'm looking. Oh, man. Yeah, because like son, I never heard of this before. I'm looking at uh, yeah, yeah, like I'm reading the description. Like oh, oh, this is by um, um, the um, it was written, it was written and directed, it was written and created by um, Cheo Adari Coker, who's this uh, he he's a journalist and um, uh, I'm like a writer for TV. He um, um he's the guy who wrote the Biggie movie that came out back in okay. like oh six oh seven, and um, that makes and he sense. and he also created and was the showrunner for the Luke Cage show 
on on um on okay. Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can definitely see. Okay. Okay. So now that I know what Luke Cage is, I can see the the relativity in the animation. Obviously, that was years ago. Right. <laughs> but you can you can see the style. Okay, that's dope as fuck. So it's on Amazon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, um. Just go type in. Let yeah. Um, uh, either type in the devil's music, or I'll just send you the link later. And you just Please put me just on me because, le- yeah, because like I said, I never heard of this before. So I'm gonna definitely have to go find this. It, it, it might even be on YouTube, low key. So I might try to see if I can't find like a stream or, or something. But either way, like it's just one of those ill just keepsakes. It's just something to have in the archive. I think. Right. Yeah, no, nah, I'm 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 definitely one of those, you know, like one of those like gotta have it for the archive. I just picked up um speaking of, I just picked up uh Menace to Society, um the Criterion Collection put out the the Criterion Collection put out like a nice uh a nice like limited edition with like a 4K restoration and like a bunch of special features Man. with the Hughes brothers and everything. Like, yeah, so I so I I I had to grab it. I had to grab it. I don't blame you. Man, nah, I'm like I'm like really interested in this movie now. I gotta I gotta go find it. Um it's so fucking dope. I feel like it was like a it was like probably 30, 45 minute watch, but it just like I I'm 25 now. I saw that movie in elementary school and I still remember right. it. So yeah, it says this is from like oh five. Or at least yeah. the or or yeah, or at least the DVD is from 05. But yeah, nah, I'm gonna look into that later. That's yeah, no, yes, you just put me on. Thank you, Chino. I appreciate Let's go. it. <laughs> of, course. of course. I'll be trying. You can put me on. I'll be trying. I gotta do something. Hey man. <laughs> um <laughs> so so you know, like from that moment on, because like it seems like I had a pretty big impact on you. But like what's um like what's the were there any other movies as you got older that kind of made you fall in love with like the art? of filmmaking like not even not even in terms of like the technical aspects if you don't want it to but just like something mm-hmm. about a specific movie that made you like focus on it and just like appreciate it more than you would have appreciated watching like like anything yeah. else you know yeah so i so what's crazy is you're gonna you're gonna eventually have to talk to my sister one of these days she's like more technical in, in film but we both grew to have our pulls to it my pull to film has always been like aesthetics right so like i can't tell you what the shot was my sister can tell you what kind of shot was this shot i don't do all that i just know yo these colors and this angle is fucking crazy right um so i remember specifically i loved hype williams from an oh. early beginning so always so yeah. shout, out important to, to me. shout out to hype williams yeah. forever and ever yeah <laughs> so belly was important to me um and a lot of his music videos um, even I felt had like a cinematic feel to him. Um, and, and I would say outside of like the the more like generic things, I really have a a like for like colors. So I would say mm-hmm. Kill Bill early on, like the the colors and the, and the font and the fucking like the transitions of that movie, like how it almost had like a comic book or like you were reading the movie as the chapters were going, you know what I mean? That kind of, right. thing. you know, that oh, kind yeah. of shit, um, it, it stuck with me. Um, so then I, I started to seek out films solely for the looks and less about the 
actors or the or sometimes even the plot like sometimes the plot will go over my you know I will will miss me and I'll more so be dialed in on damn whoever like produced this whoever directed this shot right here this scene right here um so Kill Bill was a big one for me um, right that makes sense Tarantino yeah because was, was a guy for me right yeah because like he you, 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 you know like whatever whatever else you got to say about Tarantino like he's got style like that's one of the big things no, for it's real. like He's like, and, and, and like, I'm happy you brought up Kill Bill because, yeah, like, one of my favorite parts of the first one is when um, they're telling Orenishi's story. And, uh, Yo. and yeah, it just flips <laughs> over to it, just flips over to the anime shit. Like, it's like, Yo. that was just like, I remember, I remember the first time I saw that. And because, like, I think at that point, I mean, like, I had seen anime at that point and I knew what it was. It's yeah. not like he introduced me or anything, but like, nobody, I, I, like, I had never seen anybody go from live action to animation in that specific way. And I was like, yeah. oh, you can do that. Like, you know, like, yeah. that's like a, like, that's like a real cool aesthetic thing that I was like, this is tight, you know, like, I, I, I like, I must have been in like, I must have been in like late middle school, early high school when that shit came out. So like I I'll never forget that shit. I got so like I'm not even the biggest anime cat to this day, but I don't I can't deny talent and when I like the way something looks. Like when I know something is either being done for the first time or just being done really fucking well, I can tell. Right. And and it kinda it, it draws me into um I had a thing with for the longest, I was obsessed with the Boondocks because I felt like, this, hey. is this black anime? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is this black yeah. anime? I don't, <laughs> I'm not sure, but the just the, the language and the style of the drawing and the, like, I used to, I used to try to draw and I wasn't the worst. And, and my sketches will always try to resemble like the, the looks of the Boondocks characters. Right. I just thought that like that, that drawing was crazy. Oh yeah, no, nah, I agree. I was I was a huge Boondocks fan too. Um, and like, like I've I've always kind of grappled with whether or not the Boondocks is strictly anime. Like, I like it's definitely anime inspired, but I don't know if I would yeah. call it. Like, it, it's it's weird. Like, I'm not really like, I don't know if I'm the right person to like to like say I'm whether not. or not it is. <laughs> but like, it's just it, it's it's something I've always thought about, and it's always something I like to talk to people about, especially people who are like familiar with the show. I got um. Um, yeah. they, they they did this like merch run at Hot Topic back in the day, and my dad yep. got me this uh, <laughs> my dad got me this hoodie that had like a um, it had Huey and Riley on the bottom of it, and yeah. like I think it's still in my closet. I can't I can't dig through it right now because I got oh, too much shit in there. Crazy. But like, yo, I, yeah, you, you're like I'm gonna find it later and send you a picture. Like, this shit is shit yo, is crazy. I'm, I I'm, had I'm, the I'm, Huey T-shirt. <laughs> I had the. I I had the hoodie and I had the um there was like a red t-shirt with like Riley doing the little punch with like the phone hands that he used to do. Uh -huh. It's like it's like the <laughs> it's it's like the silhouette of that and it says the boondocks under it. I got it like real oversized because like you know, like oversized shit was all the rage back in the day. Absolutely. And Absolutely. that that shit fits me better now than it did in high school, which is so funny. Well, look to at me. that. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> we just we just came you back knew you around. You were gonna wear it. Yeah, like, you were gonna wear it later on. <laughs> Right, facts. Funny. Um, but back to Hype Williams because I like no one Man, I'm what? so like I'm so surprised that like you're the first person to talk to me about Hype Williams on the show. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm sorry to any guests listening who may have brought him up at one point, but like I think you're the first one. Like I'll so, take like, it. I'll take this yo. being a second, whatever, but you gotta <laughs> him up. Yeah, for real. Like, so like were there any 
so like outside of belly which like you know like the intro to belly is one of my favorite moments in any movie that ever like just is like gonna always i'm gonna always in my mind feel like i can remake that shit at some point like immaculate. i haven't yet but 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 i have to i have to <laughs> Nah, yeah. Now that yeah, now that you said it, now we gotta hold you to it and shit. Um, what? What? Um. So, so like outside of Belly, like what? Like were there any other specific like Hype Williams videos that really grabbed you? Like I like I know a couple of my favorites. I loved them. Um, I love Buster's Give Me Some More. And um, I, was I think about to say Buster. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. I'm gonna let you talk. Go for it. No, I, I love I love that video. My my favorite obviously is gonna come from from Missy. Right. Um, come on. The super the super duper fly video is outrageous. Yeah, outrageous. From the one, I mostly like how he makes her look. For Missy to be like five three, five four, something like that, I think it depicts her in like a a larger way. Like she always looks bigger than she is in real life, and not size weight wise. I mean like height. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. I got you. And I think that. You know what I mean? I think that matches the bravado that she brings to to the record. And in that super duper in the rain video, I thought that shit was just insane. Man, that's one of my favorite, the iconic. One of my favorite videos of all time, son. Like just like just like the trash bag suit is like yeah, like she's goaded forever off that with the glasses. Like just such a like you know you know what that is. Like you you like even if you don't know any of Missy's other music, like you know that image. It's just there. You know, literally, like, literally, and and I like. Uh, um, I used to be me and my sister used to be uh, scared of the video when we were younger. But the what's it gonna be with Janet and um, Buster? <laughs> that Why video you... used to. Why? What <laughs> my my sister? I think she used to be scared of the water, the faces in the water, and my thing mm. was just Janet's makeup used to fuck my head up, and so I was like, but as you grow up. And, you know, I just watched Janet's documentary, too. And I was like, hey, I'm not scared of this video. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> yeah, I've been watching it a lot lately, actually. And I, I, I love that one. One, I like the, the, the um, obviously, the risk that he takes in the videos. Right. Like, would that, mostly, I feel like, would that video, would the videos that Hype Williams done, would they, do well today and I can say yes I feel like for the most part yes obviously maybe a few upgrades because what we can do with our cameras now and with editing now has you know evolved but I feel like his videos will hold over well and if we were right. still doing shows like 106 and Park and fucking MTV top 20 video countdowns would he be in the top five top 10 absolutely and that's yeah. important to me because I'm all about longevity even if, if it's just a video so right and you know like, nope, I, 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 I didn't mean to cut you off i'm sorry no you good, you good. Um, i was gonna say those will probably be some of the 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 things that i go into my videos with obviously the budget is different on every one sometimes we got the range to do exactly right. what i want sometimes <laughs> we have the range to get very fucking close but either way i look back and i'm like this this is this is this will stand and this will this will stand the test of time right 
Yeah. And like the crazy thing about Hype Williams is that he hasn't even really stopped. Like, like the last time I remember, like the two recent videos of his, I'm, I'm, I'm like the first one's not like super recent, but like he directed the video for Wayne's six foot, seven foot with, with like all the movie references in it and shit, which is like always really cool to me. And then, yeah. uh, and then, I didn't um, know and he then, did that video. yeah, nah, he did that video. And then, um, and then he did the Dr. Bird's video for Griselda too which came mm. out, I think, a couple of years ago at this point. Like, so, like, he's he's still around and still doing stuff, but it's not as much as he used to. But, like, I think, right. uh, but, like, that's, like, but, but, like, to your point about longevity and, like, standing the test of time, like, that's, like, his style is just, like, so, like, over the top and, like, really just, like, it's just like so full of life and just like it, it just feels timeless it. to me like you know like even even watching something like the put your hands in my eyes could see video like that's timeless mm-hmm. like it was like it was directly based Absolutely. on coming to america but like you could exactly. put that out now and people will go crazy you know like this that's is what just, i'm saying right yeah this, this is what i'm saying and i and i just i fuck with it and also it's like you want to be one of those and whatever you do we talk right. about directors right now. You want to be the director that even in your most inactive years, people still want your name in the fucking credits. Yeah. Like you, you want to, people still want your, your, your vision and your input. Like you want to be like that. And I feel like, I feel like, cause even you, you heard Kanye bring up um, Hype Williams name a couple times in the doc. Like he's right. telling his guys, like, you know, like y'all are my boys, y'all are my family. But I'm trying to make a movie. So I, when I think movie, I think Hype Williams. And I thought that was like, obviously, like, yeah, Hype Williams. Yeah, big facts. Like, uh, yeah, I wrote a, I wrote a whole, um, when the when the Dr. Birds video came out, I wrote a whole piece. Like, like I wrote like a tribute to Hype Williams just because like, I just, I, I just felt like that needed to happen, you know? Um, I, I hope um, he saw um, that shit too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Be crazy if he did for, 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 for anybody who... For, for anybody listening, I'll link it. Um, um, I'll link it below. Um, uh, yeah, whether, wherever you're listening, and you, you you can go check it. But that's one of my favorite pieces I ever written. So I just had to say that. Right. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, like now that we're over here, let's jump over to the music. Like, when did you first? Like, when did music first kind of grip you? Because because I mean, like, it seems like it kind of happened around the time of like Hype Williams and Belly anyway, and like your kind of mm-hmm. rap and film fascination kind of started at a pretty young age. So like, where did the music yeah. come in with that? I would say the music, like the generic cliche answer is like the music is in my family, it's in the the DNA. Um, So I attribute a lot of my actually, my executing music, I guess you could say my practicing, I attribute a lot of that to my, to my Nana because she bought me a keyboard, I want to say my first keyboard when I was a kid. Um, And that started my self-taught pianist I guess that started that um my mom had got me this little microphone set or whatever I feel like I was two when I got that um and once we could get these fucking VHS tapes transferred over like I got a nice fucking archive of early Chino rapping days that's hard um, <laughs> yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be worth some money too so I'm just I'm just I'm holding on to it um <laughs> But yeah, uh, the actual like feeling like, you know, when you're a kid, you just like to do something, but actually feeling like called to do it. I would say middle school is, um, 
is when I was like, you know, doing the. That's when I was doing the uh the battle rap, the battle rapping. That that scene grabs me. Um, the because uh, if you think about it, battle rap is really just written like like that's just that's all script. It's just a it's a it's a script to a movie. It's it's theatrics the way you gotta deliver it, and it's and it's a script. Wow. Um, yeah. So I, I yeah man. So I, I started doing battle rap. Um, I was freestyling. Probably high school, uh, when I was a freshman, I started um, using SoundCloud. I put out my first, I started releasing music. Um, this was 2011, I believe, 2010, 2011. Um, and I was on Twitter and I was like actively promoting myself as a rapper. Like, and I had a nice buzz for somebody that kind of, I never sucked, but do I think I suck now? Absolutely. Um, but I would, put, I would put my shit out and, you know, I was a SoundCloud rapper, but I had a nice following and, um, I just stuck with it. Um, I got serious when I realized one, this shit feels deeper than just these uploads. Like there's a certain feeling I get when I'm putting this music out that I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to let go of. Mm-hmm. And two, I'm coming with something that I don't think is out there yet. So let's let's push to be the biggest out at some point so that my message is not, you know, in vain. Um, so I would say North Carolina, once I got out here in 2015, 2015, one of those, um, I, I kind of got serious. And that's when I started, I would say, investing. I had never been in a professional studio until I got to... Uh, North Carolina. I started spending my own money. I started building my own teams. I found, I met my own uh, engineer, and I've been working with the same guy um, since then. Oh wow! Trying to, um, yeah, trying to lock in on the sound. Um, actually, I worked with a couple engineers prior to meeting my engineer out here. I, I worked at exactly two engineers prior, and I've locked in with my guy. I want to say twenty. 17, 2018, one of those. And mm-hmm. I've been with him since. Wow. Um, yeah, man, I'm loyal. I'm loyal. Uh, and also, <laughs> I like to grow alongside people that I start with. It's just a certain kind of... Just, it just it just feels better that way to me sometimes. Yeah, um, no. Nah. Like, there's definitely... Yeah, like, there's definitely value in, like, having people around yeah. that you started with and like seeing how like you know like there's a there's like that sense of familiarity and just like that sense of and just like that sense of like you know like you get me like I don't have to like explain like you like every once in a while it's good to have to explain yourself but like if you can just kind of tap in with somebody who knows your style and knows your preferences Mm -hmm. and knows like you know even you know Mm -hmm. even knows how to get inside your own head on some other shit like it's it's there's something to that that's that you can't get from somebody else but you know, there's it, exactly. it's it's yeah, like that's 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 worth it. That's worth it. Exactly, exactly. Thank you. I think so too. So I I kind of been um sticking sticking with him and 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 pushing through and um and and now I'm here. So I would say I've been musically inclined or or, or music's been my affinity my entire life, but. I, Professionally, I, I feel like I've been a music professional for about six or seven years. 
right so yeah and and and, and you know like you kind of touched on it already but i'm a little interested in like in like like the transition the transition from brooklyn to north carolina like on top of on top of like on top of you deciding you wanted to like literally invest in like i get I, yeah like i guess kind of like take me deeper into like what about your experience or 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 like or like what else about the trip to north carolina kind of pushed you to really do like music for real because i because if i remember oh, yeah. correctly you also started um you also started writing poetry around the time you went to north yeah. carolina too um so like how right. did so yeah, like how did all of that kind of come together and like really inform your decision to like really pursue this music shit for real yeah 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 so quick little um quick little tl quick little timeline uh i was born in atlanta yeah i was raised in brooklyn i moved back to atlanta when uh i was in middle school end of middle school and then i did middle school high school and two years of college in uh georgia so um the decision to leave Georgia and come to North Carolina was two things. One, my mental was just, I was very fucked up. I, was, I felt like I was becoming a very fucked up individual um, around that time. That was my sophomore year of college. I was just not, you know, you know, you, you can tell you're not you, but you're not you enough to tell you that you're not you. So you oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel I so, feel you, bro, for real. <laughs> yeah, so I was I was in a fucked up spot. And uh, luckily, my mom had got an opportunity to move um, to North Carolina. So it, I just had to just decide to follow. So I finished out my um, fall semester um, at college there. And then I uh, I moved after uh, visiting and I just felt like, you know, I'm going to take a break from school. I want to just, I got to get me right. Maybe I'll get a job, make some money. So I did that. And then I re-enrolled in college um, as a sophomore at UNCC. Doing that, I knew that I had put something on pause because I was doing music in Georgia. So I felt like I needed to pick it back up. Um, I joined this like poetry club on campus. It was called Soul Speak. I am somewhat indebted to them in a way because they kind of convinced me that my rap was a form of poetry. So I had all of the qualifications that it, you know that you needed to join. Um, and so they welcomed me into that, and they actually pushed me to perform my first night being a member. Um, and I performed a song that I had written for a class assignment. Um, and the, I had wrapped it. But I was like, are y'all sure this is poetry? They were like, yes, just do what you do. And I, and I wrapped it. And the applause that I got was like, oh, shit. Okay. So, okay, got it. So they came here for poetry, They but I, but I got to send an ovation rapping this shit. Okay, cool. So... I kind of just blended the two and then got into some more spoken word, just feeling like I wanted to challenge myself. Um, but then also kind of tapping back into my battle rap, you know, my old school freestyle, because a lot of those were acapella and just delivery was the the, the essence of them. So, uh, yeah, I want to say I kind of just got the, a, a, a lot of pushes to like, just take a shot 
And though I was performing around Charlotte as a poet, I was gaining access points to then perform later as an artist, as a recording artist. Right. So I kind of like doubled back on places that I had, you know, venues that we had done as, as poets uh, with the school as Chino G now, the, the, the MC. Right. And just like that one time I performed on campus for the first time, my own shit. I'm performing my own shit out here in the city that I've only been in for so long. And the way I was received in the Charlotte community was dope as fuck. And within that same year of me performing for the first time my own um, music, I started getting the Rhapsodies hitting me up and taking notice of what I was doing. And I was like, oh, wait, I've only been doing this for three years, maybe at this point, but I just stuck with it. And so really, I just, it was all, it felt like it was outside sources kind of pushing me in the direction of getting serious when I got out here, but probably all along in the back of my mind, like I said, I knew I was fucked up and I knew I needed to get to a better place to execute the way I couldn't necessarily in Georgia. So it was just like that clean slate that I needed. Right. Yeah. Now that restart for sure. And like, that's like, I'm like, I'm so interested in this like little intersection between battle rap poetry and like straight rapping that like Yo. you're talking about here. <laughs> like that's cause yeah. 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 And like, especially the whole, like you kind of describing battle rap as like, just like a movie with a script like I've never thought about that in that specific way and like yeah. that's just like and and you know like that really got me thinking just now like he, like uh, hearing your story just got me thinking about how that's all like this is all script for the movie like I know that kind of sounds mean. a little corny but like that's like that that's nah, like that's like <laughs> <laughs> that's not like that's like you know like you kind of like you took all these different elements because like because like even though it's all like it's all quote unquote poetry at the end of the day right but like there is a difference between being a battle rapper being a poet and being an MC, being a rapper like those like like those things are different like there's like there's different unspoken rules to follow there's different ways that you put the shit together like absolutely and you know like the thing like considering all considering all that uh considering all that like lineage there um it makes it makes so much sense why you love to freestyle the way you do and like why your freestyles come out the way they do and like that's i was i was going to talk about this later but like you fucking your freestyles are something else like like it's you 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 go in like i was watching i was watching i was watching i was watching the i-95 joint last night and like just just like yeah nah like it's it's just like like there's just something that just like takes over and i just feel like yeah because like even because like even if you're like spitting a written like there's a difference between hearing it on the record and hearing it in that moment you know like that like that's all performance and like that's you you know like the whole idea of freestyling is so like nebulous and complicated and like people have different thoughts and feelings about it so i guess like what like you, you 
Cause you know, like, cause you know, like some people feel like they have to be completely off the top. Some people are like, you can come in with a written and do whatever. Ooh, like, are you about to ask me my opinion? Yes. Please. Yes. Yeah. Come on. Like, what to, what to you <laughs> makes a great freestyle? Like I gotta know. Uh, <laughs> a great freestyle to me. So, so uh, again, there are those moments where it's, uh, it's gotta be off the top. My thing is that we are not in the, those times anymore. We're not in the same time of music period anymore. Gotcha. So unless it's, it, it can't be unspoken anymore. Like you literally have to tell me off the top for it to be off the top. Because as somebody, as an MC with the, with written as strong as mine are, why would I withhold this from you in a moment where I'm supposed to really come and deliver? Right. Someone's like, you setting someone up for failure. Now, I'm also an MC who can freestyle off the top. But you literally have to verbalize that to me. Right. Or you're going to get it written. It, it is what it is. I don't hold that against anybody that they took the time to go home and, and, and perfect the delivery. Like, that's almost harder than coming off the top. Because oh, if you're coming off the top, there's almost like a sense of like, well, shit, if you stumble, that, that's it's all good because you're coming off the top. No, I don't, I'm, a, I'm an artist and I'm a performer. I'm not coming here to, to fuck up. Like, I'm coming here with the perfect delivery, with my breath control together, and with the punchlines. Like, you, it's, it's, that, that's harder. And so that should be respected a little bit more right. than it is. Not more than a, a off top, but more than it is. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't get caught in the, in the crossfires of that too much or, or because I know that we we've evolved that 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 mind frame that mentality should have evolved by now is I would uh, much rather hear an on point written than a fucking sloppy off the top I don't I don't I can't I can't give it that yeah I no I feel it it's it's like you know it's like I said before like everybody has like different perspectives on like what it means to do a freestyle but like that's oh, like yeah. you know somebody like, gonna call me an idiot when they hear hey, that hey nah like <laughs> but like but 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 being like I but like I don't think you are and like I like you know like I'm somebody who appreciates both like there are people who are really good at both different kinds but like yeah. I'm not I'm, I'm also not like a stickler for one or the other you know like it's just like yeah. like like we're at a point now where like freestyling means so many different things to so many different people but at the end of the day it's all about performance and it depends on the Absolutely. kind of performance that you want to give you know like it's just Absolutely. like and 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 you know like if that's like if that's a written recontextualized over a different beat that's fine because that's a performance like you said that you have to go back and like work on delivery work on memorization like there's like like yep. there are levels to that that make it as impressive as it would at least in my opinion to do absolutely like as like an off top would be and like and, 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 and like if you can go off top and like have it be clean and whatever like you know, like more power to you like that's great i was but about like, to say it's very few of those it's right, very few yeah. i still don't know of an mc as clean off the top as king los you know king los is like yeah oh of course i know who king los is yeah nah shout out los to los is fucking outrageous off top it's not many and 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 what's most impressive to me about him is his vocabulary he's not right. rhyming hot and pot it's like <laughs> elaborate like word choices coming from him off top that a lot of people cannot do so if you come in like that who am i to tell you to go home and write 
But right. a lot of people, most most people ain't, ain't coming like that. Yeah, like for me, you know, you know, like I look at people like Los and people like uh Fred the Godson, for example. Like I was just watching, I was just Ooh, watching his I was just watching man, man for real. Like, no, nah, no, nah, man, Fred Ooh. the Godson was he was he was different. Like <laughs> I was I was watching yeah. his hot 97 shit last night. Like and, and just like between like him, but like but like I love people like King Los and Fred the Godson, but then you get people like G Herbo. You know, like Herbo's an incredible freestyler. Like he goes up to mm-hmm. like like I seen him go up to flex and just like pour his fucking heart out. And like mm-hmm. there are some people like Herbo where like I can't tell if it's a written or if it's a off the top because like exactly. he's just he's in the moment. You know, like that's what exactly. I love about a good freestyle, like a good freestyle, regardless of whether or not you write it or you go completely off top, it pulls you in to the point where it doesn't Absolutely. matter. Like, nigga, I'm spitting. Absolutely. Like, that's it, you know? Like, <laughs> that's that. That's it. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, nah, I, I, I I agree. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you for real. And like, and, and you know, like taking all of that into consideration, um, I want to, um, I want to talk about your first EP child because I ran through it uh last night um a couple of times and just like 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 a considering i mean like you know like you had already been making music for a little while at that point but like that project is that project just feels so clean for like a for like a debut ep like like i can't tell you how many times i ran juveniles back like juveniles is just like 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 that's the one for me like just to hear like like to hear to hear like your first seven song project and be like wow like just like the just like the control that you have like over mm-hmm. yeah because because like you're telling like you're telling stories and getting shit off your chest and you're just like flexing just for the hell of it on top of all of that but like juveniles is like Absolutely. such a there's just like i was just really impressed by like the amount of control you had over just like the stuff that you wanted to say at that point already and then and and and, and, um of course and then and and then to see that juxtaposed against something like uh confess child where like you start right also i I gotta say i love the fact that you started that off with the live version that was clearly recorded at some open mic with people cheering for you like and and, 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 and then you, you get like the first like four or five or six bars in and then you run those back again like with the cleaner mixing and it's just like like that's just like I love stuff like that (laughs) like I love stuff like that so like (laughs) what um so like talk to me about making child and like what and 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 just like kind of how that came together with just like you how do I want to ask I'm I'm, like stuck on how I want to ask this question like what inspired you to kind of like give so much like because you said earlier that you're like a private person but like yeah. listening to a project like this like i wouldn't say that you're a very private person like this is i think raw. that was my goal <laughs> yeah, that was my <laughs> i think that was my goal and i'm trying to put myself back in that space exactly of um deciding on it and then creating it it's like one that was 2018 so like i said i had just probably done my very first um like open mic in the city and got the you know got the well we like Chino G you know what I mean just in the applause <laughs> so I felt like okay you think you know me you think you like me let me let me test it for real um so I felt like I wanted to rebrand myself not even rebrand because I wasn't 
people who knew me knew me as a poet, I think. So I was like, no, guys. I, like, I'm a poet, yes, but I really do this music shit. So I felt like I needed to introduce myself. Um, and the best way to do that is honestly and openly. So I just scoured fucking YouTube for a good amount of time and found me seven. I won't even say I found seven. I found maybe 20 plus beats, but I narrowed it down to seven that I have written something extremely cohesive to. And I was like, you know what? This is a, this is an EP. This is a, this is a collection right here. Um, the name child. Like I remember promoting it. My promo was so bootleg, but I'm proud of it because I think I, I delivered exactly what it was that followed in the project. But the whole thing, child, was like, it was just about my mentality at that point. And I, 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 now that you've heard it, like, I don't know if this will, this should resonate now that you've heard it, but you tell me if it doesn't. The whole essence of child and that whole thing was my mentality and just my willingness to learn and my willingness to be out there, to make those mistakes that a child does, to say maybe the wrong thing at the wrong time like a child would but with the best intentions right so i don't know does that resonate as oh, a no, listener? I, oh no it? i totally it totally does you know like even okay awesome because you know like especially like like once again especially on a on a joint like juveniles like that's like that's like the tech like that's that's it right there like that exemplifies everything yeah. you just said you know like i yeah. and Thank you. And at, oh yeah, no doubt. Like it's 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 definitely there, and like it's just. But even but even considering all of that, like you know, like you're kind of like you're kind of grappling with this like childlike mentality and just like you mm -hmm. know like immaturity even, and like yeah. But like the music, the music is so focused and so like I said, like I, I just it just flows, you know, like the whole thing. Yeah. Just like it. So 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 like that's a really crazy, like that's a really crazy thing to clash against each other. Like to you know like to have this control that you have, but to also still kind of see yourself as like emotionally or like whatever immature and like yeah that absolutely. and like Very that nice. that's good music. You know like that's like that's how you know <laughs> I, I, yeah, like, I just, I just really took to that. Um, and, and, you know, like it, 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 uh, like you said, it resonates even more now that you're like telling me that. So that's crazy. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. That's, that's my goal is to get back to funny enough. My goal is to get back to that space uh, that I was in mentally with child, not so much the uh, immaturity aspect. Um, but I just absolutely had no expectations. I just had intentions with that project. And I haven't been in a space without expectations for a while, even as an independent. You know, most all of my, if not all, most of my expectations are coming from myself, are being put on me by me. And it just, it's a little difficult on my uh, creative process because I'm like, no, I got to put out something that they're going to want to write about. Yeah. No, I got to put out something that I can submit. He said he needs a clean, like, you know what I mean? All these stipulations. And when I dropped child, fucking none of that. And 
it was still received well. I still felt big in the moment. I still felt, you know, I still so uh nearly sold out a, a, a headlining show off of that project. So it's like I don't know. I just Man. growing pains. <laughs> right. And especially, and you're like especially especially going from something like child to like whomever it may uh, um 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 to whomever it may concern. Um, where you like you dig even where, like you dig even further into yourself like even you know like on something like fucking 1010 saratoga Ave, like just like that's like like opening a project with a song like that is very like it's very Man. like uh it, like like <laughs> like forgive me but it kind of it kind of gives me like it kind of gives me like uh those like drake timestamp tracks like like the fucking like yeah. 4 a.m and calabasas type that, shit like that, <laughs> you know like i i, I like you know like, like it kind of has that energy to it and you know, like, and, and like, it kind of sets the stage for something even uh, wilder. So like, you know, like create, so, so like going from, so like, what was the biggest difference? Cause, 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 yeah, cause like you're saying that right now you want to kind of go back to what you kind of were feeling and experiencing during child, but like, what's the, what was yeah. the major difference between making child and making to whomever it may concern for you? The biggest difference was I had, um, I had just placed a lot of, like I said, expectations and, and weight on myself during the entire time of writing and releasing Twix. Like, that was at a point where I was calling myself a label C- CEO. You know what I mean? And so it was, I was creating my project and trying to push my project while simultaneously writing for and executive producing another project while helping mm. um an a and r try to become an a and r while trying you know what i mean so it was just i was wearing more hats than i should have been um and at times the ceo hat was 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 heavier than the uh the artist hat and it just kind of i felt like it took away from some of just the enjoyment of it but never the mm. never the craft because I would never put out something that I don't feel emotionally satisfied with. I was a hundred percent satisfied with the ten songs, but my mind was all over the place. Unlike with Child, I knew Child was an EP. I went back and forth between what the fuck Twick was probably ten times. I was like, I don't know. Is this an album? Is this an LP? Is this an EP? Is this just ten fucking singles? Like I don't know. Right. And it, it just. So it's just a different space. Um, but like I said, never let, try not to let it ever take away from my craft. So what you got in the music was exactly what I was feeling in those in those moments. 1010 was recorded a bit earlier. Like 1010 is actually a record that I had been holding on to. I'm guilty of holding on to records. I had been holding on to that from the previous year. Um, and it just, I was like, you know what? This still counts. This still is exactly so. I, I used that for the intro, whereas Savoir Faire was something that was like, okay, man, I gotta get this off my chest because if I don't, this project, I will not be being 100% honest. If they don't hear something like the first verse in Savoir Faire, which was, oh, I thought a nigga hitting me for pieces every week, it says something to me. Like, if I didn't yeah. get that out, I was not being honest. 
at that time. That's how, exactly how I felt. So that's what, what I led with. Um, but just overall, I think just, just the pressure the, and and it was self, self-placed self pressure. It was also a pressure of, damn, I got this one single out that did 200K by itself and I still have not beaten that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> right. what what was it about off the strength that, that jumped? Was it the tempo? Was it the hook? Was it the, like, I don't know what it was or maybe it was just the timing. So it's also a matter of me trying to find what that record would be. Funny enough, the record that it ended up being was not the record that I thought it was going to be. 1010 is actually the most successful track mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. It's because it's never the one you all, it's never the one you expect it to be. Like it's 99, ne- bro, I'm like, 99% <laughs> of the time, it's not the one you expect. I'm just like, I got, okay, so out of these 10 songs, y'all sure y'all didn't hear in the, but yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Like, that's what it yeah, was yeah you know and 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 and, and you yeah, like to your point it's real easy to get stuck in your head about like what makes a song or like what makes a song that like connects with people tick and y- you know like like I definitely like there are some times where I go through that with like writing and things and like even mm-hmm. and like even ep- in like even episodes of the podcast like I love every conversation I have but every once in a while I'm just like oh, people seem to like this one more than they like this one. And like this one that I didn't right. expect to go as crazy is going crazy, right. you know, like, I, and, and, and like, you, like, it's really easy to get stuck in your own head and be like, and be like, what is it about certain things that just like make them go? But at the same time, Absolutely. it's just at the same time, you just kind of have to trust in yourself and know that people who are listening want to hear what you have to say no matter sure. what it is you know like you you know sure. you're at that point where you have that you know and yeah. that's yeah. priceless you know like that's really priceless to have people who are going to support you no matter what so um yeah just man i'm trying to that, i'm trying yeah. to hold on to that shit uh, i really am because i uh i just I, I can't imagine you know being uh what i would like to call an algorithm writer but um you know but i definitely feel like i have things that would appeal on a on a larger scale to the to the masses it just it's all about i guess what my engineer's been trying to tell me is it's just a matter of time and professionalism like just getting more professionals around me and not deviating from what I do, but just, you know, elevating, adding on to what I do. And mm-hmm. so that's, that's, that's the space that I'm in now. And, and like, I have every intention this year to drop something every month on the 22nd. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. I've never done that before. I usually just drop when I want, but it's like a matter of, okay. If, if I were signed to a label and they gave me these dates, you know, could I deliver? So I'm kind of right. again putting that pressure on myself, but it's it's, it's okay. We're gonna, we're right. gonna, I'm I'm committed to. Yeah, nah, like some, yeah, like sometimes pressure is good, and it sound and it sounds like your engineer has a really good head on their shoulders. So shout out to them too. Yeah, that's crazy. Shout out Brody the goat, Brody the oh, goat. He man, um, he's the engineer. He's he's been um elevating himself. Um, you know he's. And in the five, four, 
four, maybe five years that I've known him and, and been working with him. Um, he, he's gotten some some Grammys. Oh, um, work, all right. Work, working with the, with the baby and, and a couple other artists. So, you know, I just like I like I I I already value his opinion. You know what I mean? But but now I know it's coming from a place of okay, I'm experiencing this in real time. So I'm telling right. you, like. And I'm like, oh shit! Well, I'll take that. So yeah, shout out to my guy Brody. Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, like always, because like engineers don't get the credit they deserve for this for the work they do behind really the scenes. And like, and 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 if we want to go back to the movie metaphor real quick, like you were talking about with battle rap, like the engineers are like the editors for a movie, you know? Because like, because like, because <laughs> like, could c- yeah, because yeah, because like editors, like the editor is the person who makes the movie the movie. You know, like the artists, yeah. you, you you know, like the actors act and everybody else, like the costume designers and everything, they do all their thing. And like with music, like, you know, you know, like the vocalist does their thing, the producer does their thing. But then the engineer is the person who comes in and makes it like presentable. Anyway. If yeah. like, like, like maybe presentable is the wrong word, but just like they're the person who like makes it ready to go out. You know, like that, like yeah. they're the person who really like makes it makes it shine. They'll take you know? all of the things that just happened and they'll make it and it'll translate on the screen. If it's exactly. not, if it doesn't translate, you know. And now, luckily for Brody, when he's working with me, I only require so much. You know, <laughs> I, I consider myself a bit of a of a of a perfectionist when it comes to um, and and I'm very sure of my of my sound and and, and things like that. So luckily, it ain't a whole bunch of. Uh, plastic surgery going on in our sessions <laughs> right of course yeah, yeah 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 yeah. you know what i mean but <laughs> but 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 still with uh, across the board you know that he does what he does to, to make sure that i'm you know uh sounding industry level and and i and i'm and i'm grateful for that because i have no idea what industry level is i don't listen to the radio i couldn't right. tell you yeah you know yeah and yeah like that's why i felt bad about saying presentable because it's just more about just like fleshing out the experience and like and and and, you know like you said like making sure it translates and like that's what an editor does you know like the editor like takes the raw footage and puts it together and like does whatever needs to be done to make it you know like flow from beginning middle to end and like that's like that's so you know, like editors and engineers are people who just never get the credit they deserve. So like, shout out to y'all for real, because y'all really do for that real. for so many of us. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like as a writer, like my editors, you know, like, you, you know, like I'd be not, like not nothing, but like I'd be much lesser without my editors. So like shouts to y'all for real. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, on top of all of that, you also produce which is like yeah. seeing the video of you fucking playing around with the beat machine was super duper dope. Um, like, <laughs> so like, you. yeah, no, of course, like no doubt. Like, so like, when did that start for you? Like, when did that become an interest and has making beats kind of changed the way that you approach rapping at all? Because I'm, I'm, I'm always really interested in talking to uh, rapper producers because, because like, I just feel like they see things different. Like there's so many different, Absolutely. like, yes. Y- y- yeah. So like, what's Absolutely. that been like for you? So it's been, so I'll start with, I've always been drawn to the idea of being a a, a one woman machine, right? Like I, I want to be a one-stop shop. Like this has always been something I've thought about, being self-sufficient. And I got to a point where not only was I loving beats and was I uh, just absolutely 
enamored with production, but I was like in need of it, right? So you just say, okay, well, fuck it. I'm just gonna go on the Bobby machine because fuck it. Everybody want to be a rapper? I'm gonna I'm a start producing. Fuck it. And so I went out, bought me some equipment, and just took it back to some of my oldest like inspirations, which one, Kanye, two, Missy Elliott, three, Pharrell, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Those guys. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just like sitting with it. I know that a lot of my issues have been with um, sampling. So at some point, I was like, okay, well, I'll, maybe I should try to try to stay away from samples because those those could be tricky. So I started playing the instruments. I've been playing all the instruments um, and just actually developing like an insane amount of respect for producers because what I've been learning is that like is the difference between people that make beats and people that produce like Facts. two different worlds you know what I mean so I haven't come to the total understanding of that because like I've only been producing for well I'm almost going to be at about a year roughly in April um, oh wow so it's been pretty recent okay yeah, no, I literally just started. And I didn't have enough confidence in my beats to even post until November of last year. <laughs> so from Bless you. March up, and thank you, from March till November, I was like, no, nah, I'm not there. But my 25th birthday last year in November, I was like, forget it. I got to put this out because if I don't ever put this out, one, I'm not going to grow because nobody's going to know what I sound like. Two, I'll just literally never do it if I don't. So I put it out. Like I said, from there, it's just been a total, like, the same way I say it's the difference between rappers and storytellers. It's the difference between rappers and MCs. Like, the difference between beat makers and producers, it is, it's is—it's a real thing. And yeah. I almost am kind of jealous of producer rappers because I feel like, okay, you've mastered the foundation, which is the beat, the production. And now it's just a matter of building on top of that. Whereas I've mastered the roof, the floor, I have the the chairs, I, I have all the decor in the house, but there's no foundation because I'm learning uh, how to build that with, you know what I mean, after the fact. Uh, so it's, al- it's almost like you're a rapper or something. That way you put that so well. That's crazy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, seriously, dude, like, I, I have, I, I, I consider myself up there with some of the greatest MCs-wise, and, and I would only be selling myself short to not want to be the greatest at another thing that I pick up, which is producing, especially, like I said, I love music, and I, I love, I just love it, I just, I just love it, just to be able to create, I actually created a beat last night on accident that I am so pleased with it makes no sense. Like that may be one of the first of my own productions that I rap on because it sounds like I could have found this on YouTube, you know, minus the technical, which my engineer will get in my ass about, you know, the mixing and the levels and things, obviously. But just the, 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 the core of the beat, the essence is there. And I'm just, I was so pleased. So yeah, I, I plan on continuing to do it. I won't let it um, stifle my rap 
you know, my, my, my writing. So I'm trying to find, you know, balance between the two and also not feeling like I don't have to rap on my beats because I have some amazing producers in my corner and I also have an amazing ear for beats so I can find whatever I need to find. Right. But, um, yeah, man, it's been a, it's been a journey. It's, I, like I said, I'm about to go on, I'm coming up on my one year, so I got a long way to go, I'm sure, but just, um, I'm, I'm, I'm dedicated to, to, to mastering this. Right. And, and, and you're like, and like, you can tell, like just, or, or, or I mean, like, I mean, like I can tell just from like having talked to you for this last like hour and change that we've been on the phone. Like, it's just like, that's like that drive, that drive doesn't come through in everybody. And like, and, 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 and it's just like, look at what you do, you know, like you rap, you produce now, you have your own label mm-hmm. that you're running and like, you're working with mm-hmm. A&Rs and like you, like mm-hmm. you've really, you know, like, you know, like you've really invested yourself in this, like as an independent artist on just about yeah, every possible level, you know, like that's like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, you, you, you know, like that's a, you know, like that's, that's a different kind of hustle, like just kind of doing all that, like taking it upon yourself to do all of that is it a is. lot. <laughs> and, 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 and you know, just like, and just like living a life on top of that is just like, yeah. you know, th- 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 there's just a lot that comes with that. And, you know, like, I guess the last thing I want to ask to kind of wrap this up is like, you talk, like you've mentioned it a bunch over the course but like you put a lot of pressure on yourself to kind of like either like conform to things or like meet certain deadlines or like or like or like have a specific sound or like a specific thing you want like looking back on everything you've accomplished over the course of the last like five six years with like with the cosigns with the with the mounting freestyles and like all and, and like these fire singles you put out the past um couple of months like yeah yeah you know we've already talked about the singles but like you know like that's (laughs) like um just like looking back on like how uh see see see, now i'm trying to figure out how i want to ask this question like looking back on everything you've accomplished like what um like pressure like 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 pressure is a really difficult pressure can be a really difficult thing to navigate and like mm-hmm. it's a thing that like just it, it's just like it's just like it could be that voice in the back of your head. So like as you've kind of moved forward, like has that voice in your head started to get a little quieter, or like how? Or, or, or actually, no, um, let me ask you differently. Ha, like how is the voice? Like has the voice in the back of your head changed at all? Like has it gone gotten louder? Has it gotten quieter? Are you putting mm. more pressure on yourself? Less pressure on yourself? Mm. Like like what um where are you at right now with that and like where do you want to go from here man i like that i like the way you ask that one better <laughs> I thank like you that one. <laughs> Appreciate um, it. um i the voice in the back of my head i would say has gotten clearer um Ooh, okay yeah it's, it's it's crystal clear now it's, it's like like you said, you just brought up all those things that I try to manage, and 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 fairly recently, that voice in the back of my head has said, "You know what? I got I got to be honest with you. We probably could have been there already if you would have dropped some of these responsibilities. You know what I mean? If you would drop some of these self-inflicted obligations, we and and maybe delegated a little better, or just um." focused on you a, a little bit more 
a lot more, actually. We we probably could have been somewhere else. Um, I believe in God's timing very much. So I don't think that I'm I don't think that I missed anything. I think everything that I could have already had is still there and probably bigger. Um, but the voice in my in the back of my mind is telling me to to become um, a, a a greater supporter of Chino, you know, hmm. because I'm trying to, you know, I I I I have dreams for being able to build up this community of just lighthearted people. I have dreams of of having my imprint and my and my footprint in many different grounds. Like I, I have that and I and I know that I have the, the the ability to do so, the capacity and the drive, like you said, to actually see it through. The biggest thing is getting myself there. And right. as an independent, I literally have to get myself there. So just like going forward i'm like you know what i have to prioritize me and understand that gce the label is a label but it's me you know what i mean production is another craft but it's me emceeing is my heart but it's me so i just have to get me there to be able to unlock all of these these dreams and and all this potential that I've already seen in a dream years ago. So, you know, yeah, because now, right. You know, like if you're not good, like how can you help other people? And like, as, and, 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 you know, and, you know, like as a, as like a label head in that way, like, you know, like you're helping people, like whether that's producers, other artists, like, yeah. You need, you know, you know, you need to make sure you're straight so that everybody else can kind of perform at their level on top of you wanting to perform at your level. You know, it, it's it's Absolutely. just like there, there, yeah, there's just like a different level of responsibility there that I Absolutely. think is uh I like have a lot of admiration and respect for. And yeah, seeing it's, it's real, man. Right. <laughs> for real. And like seeing the way, seeing the way that you've kind of cultivated this movement around yourself. And just like, just like the quality of the music that you're dropping has been real dope. And I just like, yeah, nah, like I just, it's like, I just, I'm just like, I'm just really blown away by the way, I'm just blown away at how you've been able to do this and still like, you know, just like talking to you, like just like hearing the way you talk, it's just very like, like you're just like like laid back is the long the wrong word but you sound like relaxed you know like all the things that you're doing (laughs) like you sound relaxed you sound like you know like I got this this and this but we here type shit you know like I just absolutely that's it that's 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 it I mean it's it's a little late for, for for new year's resolutions but I did not set any at the top of the year but to dedicate myself to my craft. I literally yeah. just yesterday on March 2nd got to a point of New Year's resolution and and, and, and it's like, you know what, I just gotta I gotta get me first. You know what I mean? I gotta I gotta get me first. You got and it. I can't help but be relaxed in that fact. Cause I know me. I know what I want. I know what I need. I know you know what I mean? I know how to support me. So yeah. it's just I'm there. Yeah, man. Uh yeah. Yeah, like um uh that um you know like that knowledge itself 
is or or um what, what was I trying to say? Man, I'm just I'm I'm stumbling I like over myself. I'm following you, bro. I like <laughs> I liked it. That knowledge ain't power until you apply it. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out, <laughs> shout out to Chris Crack. That was that was that was um his I've been I've been I listening like to that. his I've been listening to his new album a lot because I'm reviewing it for Pitchfork. But like, yeah, um, that yeah, that uh, yeah, that knowledge ain't like power it. until you apply it. That's 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 some of the realest shit I ever heard. And like, it's just you know, just like I I, I don't got no more questions for you, but like, just thank you, you know, like thank you, like thank not you. even just for taking the time to talk to me, but like, thank you for just like putting on the way you do for like not just for other people, but for yourself, and really just Absolutely. like that's. Like, that's one thing that I've really taken away from your music is that, like, is that just, like, kind of confiding, like, confiding in yourself and admitting and just kind of, like, breaking down thoughts in your own head and put, and, and, like, putting them out in the world, however, like, whether it's through music or through writing or through whatever Absolutely. your craft may be, like, for anybody listening, you know, like, it's just, like, that's... Absolutely. Like that's um that that stuff saves lives, <laughs> you know. Like not to yeah. not to not to get nah, too heavy with it, but like that, like really, nah. you know, like we look to like we like we look to each other for clarity in that respect. And seeing you kind of sift through your mind and kind of you know like come out the other side, like as a rapper, producer, label head, all the things you do is like that's inspiring yeah. for people. It's inspiring to me. So like, thank you for what you thank do. For you. Thank you for being an appreciator of it. Um, and 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 I since from the first time I hit you about it, I haven't regretted it. I just feel I feel like a synergy. So I just I appreciate you and and what you do, what you bring. It the art ain't shit without the appreciators. You know what I mean? So it's, <laughs> it's it, it that matters. Um and I hope that you get a whiff of this uh the, the, these this new sound and this new music as as I start rolling it out and 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 um, I, I just look forward to a a very blissful blissful 2022 for for both of us. Yeah, nah, I'm ready. I'm ready whenever you are. I'm I'm excited to hear these monthly <laughs> drops. Like you know, just keep them. Yes, you know, you, you know, just like yeah, yeah, like, like just line them up. I'm I'm ready for Absolutely. it. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Shout out to y'all for making it this far. And shout out to all the black people listening too, because y'all really impeccable. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and tell a friend to come through next time. One. <laughs>